Hey, welcome to the Learning to Lead podcast. I'm Paul Doherty, and I'm honored to have you listening to this leadership podcast. Hey, thanks for sharing the word with your friends, family members, telling other people about it on social media. Let's keep spreading the word about this leadership podcast. I believe that many people are being helped from this. Hey, today I want to talk to you about how to kill your giants. How, as a leader, to kill the giants that are facing you in your leadership realm. I don't know what giants you're facing. For all of us, we have different giants. And I do know this, that if you're a leader, there will be giants that you will face or are facing right now as you're listening to this podcast. There was a story in the Bible about a young boy named David, and he uh, is really the story I want to talk about today on how he killed his giant and how we can learn lessons from what he did to kill our giants. The giant that was facing David was a nine-foot-tall, nine-inches giant named Goliath, and he had been coming out for 40 days straight taunting the armies of Israel. He was from the enemy camp, the Philistine camp, and he told Israel, I'm going to fight one of your guys, and whichever one of us wins gets to be the leader of all the people, and everybody else has to be their slaves. And so he kept defying them. None of the Israelites wanted to fight him. He was too big for them. Nobody thought they could do it. And out walks this little teenage boy who's bringing pizza to his brothers. Uh, Not really pizza. It was like bread and cheese, but it might as well have been pizza because it was hot in Israel. And uh, as he's bringing them this bread and cheese, he hears the giant talking to them. And immediately this little boy named David, who's like 15 years old, says, Who is this giant? Who is this guy that's talking to us this way? Who's going to go out and fight him? And David basically volunteered. He said, I'll go and fight him. If none of you guys will, you're all afraid. Let me go do it. And immediately his older brother is like, what are you thinking? You are so prideful. You can't do this. Now, there's a few things that we can learn from David. David was taking food out to his brothers. He was a servant leader. You never go wrong when you're serving other people. And if you're in a season right now where you're not the head honcho, the leader in charge, keep bringing the bread and the water because your giants will come and the promotion day will be there, but you've got to stay in that place of servant leadership. David was a servant leader. He was also a man under authority. He was doing what his father asked him to do. And, and if there's something we can learn from that lesson right there is that, listen, you can't get over what God wants to put under you if you refuse to get under whom God has put over you. Let me say that again. You can't get over what God wants to put under you if you refuse to be under who God has put over you. So David was a man under authority, and because he was under authority, he was able to overcome circumstances that God wanted to put under him. So David was a man of honor. David was a man of servant leadership. David was a man of courage. And if there's a few things we can take away, when David saw this giant, number one, he saw God first instead of the giant. Instead of looking at the problem, he saw the God that was inside of him, the God that was for him, the God that was with him, bigger than the problem he was facing. Some of you leaders right now are facing a person, a situation, a task, a maybe a future campus that God's called you to launch, or a business or a dream God's called you to start. Maybe for the single guy out there, a girl that God's called you to pursue and marry and you feel like, man, I can't do this. I'm unqualified. I've never been there before. I've never done this before. I've never handled this kind of situation. This circumstance is way too big. And listen, you've got to approach this the way that David approached Goliath. You've got to see God first and you've got to see God bigger 
than whatever it is you're facing. Stop looking at the size of the giant and start looking at the size of your God that is with you and for you and in you and going to give you the power to overcome. Secondly, God used David in this place, in this moment, because David saw himself. And I want you to see yourself through what God says about you. David saw himself through what God's word said about him. He saw that he was fearfully and wonderfully made, that he was a child of God, that he was part of God's family and God's army. So if you're going to face the giants that are in front of you and take them out, you've got to see yourself through the lens of God's word. Stop seeing what other people have said over you. David could have saw himself through the eyes of his older brother who put him down, who said, you're so arrogant. What are you doing out here? You don't have what it takes. You're too young. But instead, David didn't listen to the stereotypes that had been placed over him. He listened to what God had to say about him, that David, you are more than a conqueror. You are well able. You can do this. You've got what it takes. And I want to encourage those that are listening today to see yourself as a mighty warrior, to see yourself as well able, to see yourself as a child of God and ready to do what God's called you to do. Thirdly, David saw his circumstances through what God's word says about them. You know, when we look through the Bible, there's lots of stories of major circumstances that would approach the, uh, the children of God, whether it was the story of Abraham and Sarah when they were in their late 90s and the circumstances said, you're too old to have children. You'll never have children. Uh, Sarah was barren. Abraham, they'd never been able to conceive. Here they are in their 90s, and yet God does the impossible through them. And we've got to learn to see our circumstances that, hey, no matter how impossible it looks, it can turn around. For Moses, it was the Red Sea. He had to look at that Red Sea, see that circumstance for what it was, that, yeah, it looks impossible. I've got a million Israelites around me, the children of God, leaving Egypt. We're standing at the Red Sea. The Egyptians are chasing us, but God can do the impossible. So David looked at this Goliath, looked at this circumstance, and he saw what God had done in the past. God can do it again. So you've got to have that courage. You've got to be able to face whatever it is. Fourthly, you've got to know who you are by knowing whose you are. So identity is huge. As you're facing these giants, as you're facing, maybe someone uh, that's listening to this is called to start a a church or start a ministry or write a book or uh, launch a company or maybe start a podcast. Listen, I'm telling you this, the things that I have done that I would say are successful come from my identity being in Christ, not in what other people think about me, not in other people saying, that's my boy, he's got what it takes, but knowing who I am in Christ. Know who you are by knowing whose you are. And your calling must eclipse your circumstance. David said, is there not a cause? So his calling was bigger than his circumstance. He, he recognized, man, God has called me to do this. I am God's child. And uh, David had to overcome what other people were, were saying to him. There were people who tried to put him down. His own teammates. Isn't it crazy that oftentimes friendly fire is what knocks us out of our race more than the enemy trying to put us out? For David, he had his own family members putting him down. And David knew, I can throw rocks at Goliath, but I can't throw rocks at my brothers, as at my family. I can't throw rocks at them. And these people, they were reminding David of who he was as a little boy. They were reminding him that he was not able to do this. But because David had had his identity in the Lord, 
Listen, he was able to overcome. There will always be people in your life that will remind you of your history, but they are not part of your destiny. And so David rose up and he said, is there not a cause? His calling eclipsed the circumstance. He realized I've got to do this. When he went to go out and fight Goliath, he recalled his victories. He remembered, I've taken down a lion. I've taken down a bear. I can take down this giant. When you face your giants, remember what God has done for you in the past. If he did it back then, he can do it again. Recall your victories. Oftentimes, we remember what we should forget, and we forget what we should be remembering. We remember our regrets, our shame, our mistakes, and we need to forget those because God has cast our sin as far as the east is from the west. And if you're listening to this today, stop remembering your your negative mistakes, your regrets, your failures, and start remembering your victories. Start recalling those times where you did the right thing, where you saw the breakthrough. That'll give you courage and confidence to face your giants. Number six, David talked back to the giants. He didn't let the giant do all the talking. When Goliath started talking, David talked back. He said, listen, you come at me with a sword and a spear and a shield, but I come at you in the name of the living God, the God of of Israel's armies and I'm going to cut your head off and I'm going to feed your body to the birds of the air. So David was talking trash to this giant. I love David. Man, he's gangster. And listen, some of us in this room that are, are listening to this, if you're listening to this with friends or a connect group or if you're listening to this by yourself, oftentimes we're letting the enemy talk so loud that we've become silent. And we've become so numb and so uh, overwhelmed by the difficulties. You got to get out and you got to use your voice and you got to praise God in the valley. And you got to learn how to talk back to the giants in the valley. Notice that the battle took place in the valley. Listen, do not let your giants do all the talking. Talk back. Talk the word of God. Talk back to whatever it is that's trying to intimidate you. Number seven, David attacked the giant quickly. The longer you wait to defeat the giant, the bigger he gets. The same day that David heard the giant trying to talk down the Israelites is the day that David took him on. David didn't wait two days. He didn't wait a week. He didn't wait a month. He didn't wait a year. He didn't say, one of these days I'm going to write the book. One of these days I'm going to take out this giant. One of these days, no. He stepped up on that same day. Attack the giant quickly and stop putting off for tomorrow what you can get done today. Opportunity is often camouflaged by difficulty. But in that difficulty, if you will handle it and take it on and attack it quickly, it will propel you towards your destiny. And number eight, here's the last point right here, cut off the head. When David defeated the giant, he didn't want that giant coming back to life. He knew he had knocked the giant out with that stone, but that giant might wake up, you know, an hour later. It might just been, you know, a, a, a nice little hit on the head and knocked him out for a little bit. So David said, I am finishing this giant once and for all. I'm cutting the head off. And there's addictions in your life that have tried to own you. And you might have overcome that at times, but it's time to cut the head off of whatever it is that's trying to defy you. And I'm not talking about like people. So do not get like crazy on this. But I'm talking about the circumstances, the problems, the, the addictions, the attitudes inside you, the pride, the selfishness, whatever it is, the lust, the greed, whatever it is, it's time to end it today. And you've got to walk out like a champion. It's time to take authority in your life. Hey, I love you. I'm praying for you. You are a great leader. Keep on learning. Keep on leading. Your best days are right in front of you.